In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending August 28th, where the Environmental Protection Agency's Waters of the U.S. rule was scheduled to go into effect on Friday, August 28th, and it did in most states. Many of you may have heard that late Thursday, a North Dakota federal judge granted an injunction against the Waters rule, effectively delaying implementation by the Environmental Protection Agency. But... That was just for the 13 states on that specific lawsuit. As a U.S. district judge in North Dakota issued the temporary injunction against the rule, while two other courts denied the injunction. The states included in that injunction are Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Idaho, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Mexico, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. So according to the Hagstrom Report, the Obama administration implemented the clean water rule as scheduled Friday everywhere but those 13 states, being the other two federal judges had denied injunctions in the separate cases. National Cattlemen's Beef Association President Philip Ellis in a statement said over the last year and a half, the agency continually ignored the concerns of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, farmers, ranchers, and landowners across the country to the point of calling the concerns of cattle producers ludicrous. He noted if the EPA actually wants to protect navigable waters as it claims, they will put this subjective and ambiguous rule to rest and start over with stakeholders at the table this time around. Now, the National Pork Producers Council strongly urged the Obama administration to delay implementation of the regulation. The organization again asked the administration to withdraw it and to work with the agriculture and business communities to craft a rule ensuring the cleanliness of the nation's rivers, streams, and other waterways that the public can understand and with which can easily comply. Now, many in agriculture are backing bills that would require EPA and the Corps of Engineers to withdraw the Waters Rule and to work with effective parties, including farmers, on a new regulation. Well, in other news, of course, many folks are watching Tropical Storm Erica heading towards the southeastern part of our country. And Tyron Spearman has information on what some are suggesting to do before the storm arrives. Tropical Storm Erica is expected to impact the peanut belt. Meteorologists have been watching the development of the tropical storm in the Atlantic Ocean. The storm is forecast to gain strength to uh, almost hurricane strength and then move as a tropical depression up through Florida. Pam Knox, extension climatologist for the Crop and Soil Sciences Department at Georgia, said if you have outdoor activities planned Monday through Wednesday, you should pay careful attention to the forecast from the National Hurricane Center. At present, the model forecast for both the path and the strength of the storm to vary widely. Impacts from America could include heavy downpours, gusty winds, and isolated tornadoes. These could occur in a spiral band far ahead of the main storm, she said. Heavy rains could cause localized flooding in low-lying areas, so remove livestock and farm equipment from those areas ahead of the storm. Power outages could occur if the wind blows down tree limbs. Peanut specialists are advising farmers to allow their peanuts to remain in the ground if stems were strong and the peanut plants were healthy till after the storm passes. We visited the I.C. Terry Farm in Lake City, Florida Thursday, and digging has not begun of the peanuts for the new crop. A stop at the Kelly Fillman 83 Farms near Bell, Florida, was busy with about 14 peanut combines, working in harmony, loading trucks, and shipping late Friday and Saturday in preparation for the arrival of the storm. Farmers in southwest Georgia said they were busy combining the last few ones before the storm arrived, but they said, we need the rain, we're dry, and if it's not too much, it'll help making the digging process a little bit easier. Thanks, Tyron. Of course, a lot of folks are preparing for possible effects by Erica. Now, Kathy Isom takes a look at what a recent survey shows about computer and Internet use on the farm. 
Going back to the year 1997, only 13 percent of the nation's farms reported having any internet access. Ten years later, it was up to 55 percent, and today we are now at 70 percent. USDA statistician Stephanie Brennan says USDA surveys farmers on computer and internet use every two years. She says this latest report shows continued steady growth. For example, in 1997, only 38 percent of farms had access to a computer. By the year 2000, it was up to 59 percent. We are now at 73 percent. At this latest report, however, farms are still behind the general U.S. population in computer access. Census data has 84 percent of all U.S. households owning a computer, and that was about two years ago. Also, even though the number is growing, not even half of U.S. farms use a computer at all for farm business. We're up to 43 percent. That's up three percentage points from 2013. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast AgNet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, we started off talking about the waters of the U.S. rule. So Evergrinder takes a look at why the Clean Water Act is baffling farmers. The Clean Water Act, passed originally in 1972 and amended several times, is still baffling to farmers and landowners.、Uh, not that they oppose clean and abundant water supplies, but they feel the latest amendment, which is now in effect, is an infringement on private property rights and is too vague to be clearly understood. The American Farm Bureau, our largest farm organization, doesn't like it. And several state farm bureau chapters have urged Congress to withdraw the whole bill until a more realistic and comprehensive bill can be put together. See, the term "all tributaries" is the phrase that farmers don't like. If a farmer does have a flowing stream on his property, he's limited in how he can use his own water. Well, it isn't exactly his own anymore, I don't think. So it needs redoing, don't you think? And that's Ag Review for today. Evergreener Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more can be found on our website southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.